Leave that stuff for Connie to pack. Connie works so hard. Oh, she won't mind. Lynn! In here, Connie. Oh, how about a cup of tea or a glass of milk? Hey, I told you to leave that stuff. I'll have to, I guess. Well, sit down. You look all in. Did you sleep at all last night? I was kind of excited, I, I guess. Could be. Look, what's the rush? The train doesn't go for another two hours. Oh, we aren't going by train. We're flying. Flying? You mean with Ray's friends? Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of a plane is it? There's room. It holds four. It'll be fun, Connie. I never flew in a little plane. Sounds exciting. Did you tell Dr. Jim about it? Yes, I I told him last night. I'm going to stop at the sand and say goodbye again. I'll take your bags out to the car, honey. Thanks. I'll be right along. Connie, I... It's okay, Lynn. I don't like goodbyes either. You wait such a long time for something and... Then it happens so fast. I know. Well, send me a picture postcard. You're coming to visit us. Sure. Now you take care of yourself, honey. I will. I'll get some rest on the plane. I wouldn't count on it. And after we're married, things will be better. I I can make Ray understand. Sure. I guess I won't come out to the car, Lynn. Okay. Bye, Connie. Jim. Yes, I see it is. Well, tell him he can't go with us. This plane only holds four. Ray, please. He's probably come to say goodbye. Well, I'll go along and let you say your farewells in private. Don't go. Glenn. Uh, Glenn. Oh, I was afraid I wouldn't catch you. I tried to find you. I know. The girl at the desk told me. And then Connie came in and asked if I'd seen you. Glenn, you, you can't do this. I have to. I promised. To... Well, that is, I planned to go. I, I told you that last night. But you didn't say you were flying. Lynn, I can't let you go in that little plane. What is all this? The plane ride. Oh, nonsense. The plane's perfectly safe. Safe, yes, for the average individual. And Lynn might get away with it. Probably she would. If you didn't fly too high or come down too suddenly. But, well, why take chances? What are you talking about? Lynn can fly in a plane with a pressurized cabin. But that little job? Better not. But Bert and Ginny expect us. You go, Ray. I'll take the train. That's no good. Look, Doc, are you sure you aren't just making out a case? No. I'm speaking as Lynn's physician. I wonder. It's all right, Ray. I don't mind coming later. Or maybe you'd rather. Doc, uh, do you mind? I- I'd like to speak to Lynn alone. Uh-oh. Certainly. I'll I'll wait over by my car. I'm sorry, Ray. Look, if it were only a question of the plane, I'd skip it and go back on the train with you. Uh, Lynn, you aren't listening. Yes, I am. No, you were watching Dr. Jim. Look at me, Lynn. You don't want him to walk out of your life, do you? Ray, please. It's not good, honey. I saw your face when he drove up. You looked like a prisoner who's had a stay of execution. I don't know what you mean. I think you do. You love him, don't you? I... Believe me, Ray. I didn't know it until now. I knew there was something. You were different. I tried, Ray. Maybe I tried too hard. We both did, I guess. We were both hanging on to a memory. Trying to make today fit into the pattern of yesterday. Oh, Ray, you do understand. Of course. I'm glad we had this weekend, Lynn. Give us a chance to get the past out of our system. Well, I'll be going along now. So long, Lynn. Goodbye, Ray. Have fun. Oh, sure, sure. Same to you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> 
When? Where's Ray going? He's going back to Los Angeles. Alone. I'm sorry. Lynn, I didn't know to turn out this way, but even if I had known, I would have done the same. As your doctor... Oh, stop. What? Stop being a doctor. Jim, please. Lynn. Don't you understand? I didn't want to go with Ray. This weekend wasn't fun, really. Not the way I thought it would be. Nothing was right. Oh, darling, if you knew how I wanted you to stay. Now I can. For always. Oh, there's so much I wanted to say. And now I've forgotten all of it except I love you. I've loved you for two long years. Two lovely long years. I dreamed of holding you in my arms like this. And this is what I want. Oh, Jim, it's all I want. Ever. And so the curtain comes down on the final act of Yesterday Held Laughter. This week's Stars Over Hollywood show is presented by Carnation Evaporated Milk and starring Carol Richards. Before we have news about next week's show, how about a curtain call for our star? I'd like that very much. Carol, you really brought the role of Lynn to life for us in today's story. And now that the show is over, may I offer you a cup of hot coffee? Cream, by the way, with Carnation Evaporated Milk? You certainly may. That's a wonderful idea, Art. Well, Carol, when you taste it, I think you'll find a smoothness, a full richness of flavor that you ordinarily just don't get in coffee. Mmm, I should say so. It's really very good, Art. But then that's not news to me, you know. Why, my folks have kept Carnation on hand in our house as far back as I can remember. We're mighty glad to hear that, Carol. And now, since today is our first program in the new year, the people who make Carnation have asked me to take this occasion to remind our listeners of the importance of religion in American life. Our nation has derived its greatest strength from its spiritual principles. This year, let's resolve to attend and support the church of our choice, to renew our devotion to a great spiritual heritage. And now, Carol, in appreciation of your fine performance today, we'd like you to have this bouquet for your home. Red and white carnations, just like those pictured on every can of carnation evaporated milk. Thank you so much, Art. They're beautiful. And for now, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Carol Richards. Next Saturday, Stars Over Hollywood will present Mr. Ronald Reagan in a dramatic play titled About Face. And now here's Mr. Reagan. It was amazing how that one little remark of Doc Adams had started the pieces of my personal jigsaw puzzle falling into place. I suddenly realized that I had a great power, the power of destruction. Thank you, Ronald Reagan. We'll all be listening next week to hear you in this moving play. The story on today's Stars Over Hollywood presentation was written by Aileen Ballard. Supporting Miss Richards were Vernon Rich, Alice Reinhardt, and George Neese. The program was directed by Don Clark. Ladies, when you shop for groceries today, be sure you buy Carnation, the world's favorite brand of evaporated milk. No other form of milk comes in so handy, so many times, so many ways. It's carnation time when it's coffee time. It's carnation time when you're cooking too. It's carnation time at baby feeding time. The milk from contented cows for you. All around the clock, it's time for carnation. A word to all you mothers. If you'd like to have your children ask for more milk, then start serving them carnation malted milk today. Both extra delicious and extra nourishing... Carnation malted milk helps children maintain the vitality and good condition so important in resisting colds and flu. 
So get Carnation malted milk today at your favorite food store. And now for the Carnation Company and stars over Hollywood, this is Art Ballinger suggesting that you be sure to see the George Burns and Gracie Allen television show brought to you by Carnation Evaporated Milk. Tune in every Saturday and hear the world's greatest motion picture stars on Stars Over Hollywood. Next Saturday, we are proud to present Ronald Reagan in About Face. Stay tuned now to hear Fun for All, which follows immediately over most of these stations. Stars Over Hollywood comes to you transcribed from our Hollywood studios and is heard in Canada over the Dominion Network of the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. This is the CBS Radio Network.